Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Wednesday of Week 6. Your Philadelphia Eagles are visiting the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. The first of three straight road games for them. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, joining me as he does every morning. Merrill, good morning. The coordinator spoke yesterday. I know you were there. Uh, When Jim Schwartz mentions... Twitter and fantasy football and all this stuff, you know it's a good press conference from Jim. He was talking about how the defense needs to play well, but it's not always about statistics. What did you make of his comments yesterday? Well, he did, and he looks. He said a defense is, a, is a, an entire unit. For example, uh, you might look at Fletcher Cox in the last game, the Jets game, and you say, with 10 sacks, how come none of them were recorded by Fletcher Cox? But he pointed out that Fletcher Cox played a very, very solid game And not only that, when you look at the interception by Rodney McLeod, that was set up, that was deflected by Fletcher Cox. And when you look at the sack by Josh Sweat, it was Fletcher Cox collapsing the pocket and almost ushering the quarterback over to Josh Sweat. So Fletcher Cox is playing very good football right now. That was probably his best game of the year, and he looks healthy. Yeah, yeah, I remember you asking Jim Schwartz about Fletcher Cox yesterday and if he's almost, you know, at his old dominant Fletcher Cox self. And he mentioned how, you know, it's it's not about stats, which which we've just discussed, but clearly there is room for improvement, which which is a scary thing in terms of a good thing for the Eagles. There's room for improvement for Fletcher. Can the Eagles sustain this success even if he doesn't reach that 100% capability that we know he, he's got. Well, I don't think that's going to be a case. I think he will reach that 100%. Where you're really going to see it is when they get Timmy Jernigan back. And I don't think that's going to be a long time from now that he is going to be back this season. You, It's not just one person. You need the help. So he's got some young people. He's got Hassan Ridgeway. He's got Akeem Spence helping him out. But you need the pressure coming from the inside. And it's, it's usually another defensive tackle that keeps Fletcher Cox from getting double and triple teamed. And, and maybe even Merrill, maybe even Brandon Graham in the meantime can be that guy. Yeah, Brandon Graham has been nothing short of amazing. He really has been. He's coming off one of the best games he's had, not just this season, but maybe in his career. He started the game with two tackles for losses and a sack. I mean, I can't remember the last time one player took over a whole series to start a football game and set a tone. So Brandon Graham was he was he could be the defensive player of the week in the NFC. That's certainly well deserved. Uh, Derek Barnett Merrill has been getting penalized a lot this season, and more than anybody would like to see him get penalized. Are you concerned by that? It's uh, something that really will come uh, with experience. Derek Barnett is somebody who plays to the whistle. That's how Jim Schwartz described it. He is not a dirty football player. He just has to become a little bit more disciplined and know when to pull back, when to hold off, when not to deliver that extra shot and make certain that he is he has formed tackling and that there doesn't be, become a head-to-head situation. But uh, he's a, he's a, a bright young man, and I think he'll get it, but he's a very talented football player. 
Orlando Skandrick went from basically his couch to the football field last week and had a really good game against the Jets. Uh, what can we learn from his play this past Sunday? A guy who, who wasn't around the first four games because he didn't make the team out of camp, yet he came back and it's like he never missed a beat. Well, he, he played well. But again, you're talking about a guy who's been in the National Football League for a long time. He was, for many years, uh, he was one of the key people in the Dallas defense. Funny to see somebody who you have identified as a cowboy for so long, and now he's lining up uh, in midnight green. But it's good to have him back, and he came at a time where it was absolutely urgent to get another experienced corner. He's going to have a tough test this weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. Switching over to offense, Merrill, and Mike Groh's press conference yesterday, talking about a guy who who hasn't, like Fletcher Cox, lit up the stat sheet yet. Uh, That's Nelson Aguilar. Groh referred to to Aguilar as uh, one of the glues to the offense. Why do you think he, he used that description for Nelson? Well, because Nelson is somebody who gets open. Uh, He, without Deshaun Jackson there, he is the fastest person in that offense. He is your downfield threat. And I think that we might be talking about a different situation in last week's game had illegal contact not taken place. Because as you watched, you saw him run away from the secondary. He was out in the clear, and then he had been held up, and they just he just never connected with Carson Wentz. But one of these weeks, Nelson Aguilar is going to have a huge game. He is certainly do. He had that one game where the drop was the most notable thing, despite the fact that he had eight catches, and he really hasn't come out with a, a major stat since, but he is certainly do. Uh, Merrill, in terms of the Minnesota Vikings, who stands out to you on that team? Well, the, the big guy right now is Dalvin Cook. Uh, he is the running back who is propelling them both as a running back and as a receiver. So he's the guy to watch out. But they have a lot of talent in other areas, too. They have a tight end. And Kyle Rudolph, he's tough. You look at their wide receivers, Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen already has three touchdowns. They're a, they're a very talented football team. Eagles-Vikings history, Merrill. Let's go into the vault. There is obviously one game that stands out above the rest, and that's the NFC Championship game from a couple of seasons ago. But there's also two divisional round games in the other years that the Eagles made the Super Bowl, the 1980 season and the 2004 season, that were memorable Eagles-Vikings games, ones that the Eagles obviously won. What games stand out to you in in the history of this matchup? Well, aside from the NFC Championship where the Vikings went right downfield and scored on a pass to Kyle Rudolph, and you thought, "Uh uh-oh, and then the Eagles had an interception by Patrick Robinson and just ran away, just ran the Vikings outside, just ran them out of the link. It was a dominating game, but the one where the Eagles went there, and it was the Brian Westbrook show. The Vikings just could not stop Brian Westbrook, and that propelled the Eagles into the next round of the playoffs where they beat the New York Giants. Ultimately, they lost to the Arizona Cardinals in the NFC Championship game, but that game against the Vikings was also an outstanding game by the Eagles. I do remember that game. It was the 08 season. The Eagles had just squeaked into the playoffs off of that 44 to 6 victory against the Cowboys and then they, you know, they they went to the NFC Championship game although lost to the Cardinals. Uh, Merrill, I got one more thing for you and you kind of alluded to this yesterday, but this will be the Eagles in your first trip back to US Bank Stadium since Super Bowl 52. Uh, what do you remember about everything that happened in that day leading up to the ultimate moment when the Eagles won the Lombardi trip? Well, I I will, as I I said on Twitter, I will take a moment. I'm not somebody who lives in the past, 
But when I enter that broadcast booth, I'm just going to, to just stand there for a moment and take a deep breath and let my mind reflect back to February 4th, 2018. And you remember that tremendous shootout against the New England Patriots. But more than anything else, I will remember Tom Brady going back one more time and firing for the end zone. And as that ball went incomplete, all of us had the greatest feeling we have ever felt as the Eagles had their biggest moment in the history of the franchise winning Super Bowl 52. It was certainly a momentous occasion. Merrill, thank you very much for the time. Doug Peterson talks today. Carson Wentz talks today. We'll get your thoughts on what they have to say tomorrow morning. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.